Perak of Avais. If you notice, we're learning Avais. Zevi Gerala asked me, I, I was so happy to ask the question. He said, how serious is this Avais thing? I want to tell you a little about myself. It's late in the year. We should get to know each other. Thank you, Martha. Thank you, Mayor. So, Mayor, I want, to, I want us to get to know each other a little better. I want to tell you something, Ismo. Zevi asked, I was so impressed with the question. He's like, you're pounding this Avis thing. How important is Avis? I happen to love Avis. It's Mishnayis. It's, it's Tanoim. I love Avis. But, um, but Zevi asked, how is important? Like, Klaus, if you, if you know my, my, from my father, Minhagim are very important to me. Minhagim, and I, in, in general, my father doesn't like people attack Klaus' Jews do this, they're all wrong. Whoa, be careful. What Yidin do is very big. Minig Yisrael is Kaddish. The Archashulchan is always defending Minig Yisrael. Hasidim get nervous with his safer. Jewish ladies weren't covering their hair, which seemed against halacha. And the Archashulchan a little bit defends them. There's a certain style and importance. If Kla Yisrael does something, don't be quick to attack Kla Yisrael. Yeah, the Gras says that their case is a minute breaks halacha. The Gras says that in Shulchan Aruch. That minute could break halacha. Minute's not to be scoffed at. It's funny, Shavuos, the day of Kabbalah Satayra, most of what we do is minhagim. We stay up all night, that's a minute. You should know my shul, I push, stay up all night. It's just, it's just a, it's a minute. It's a minute. How long? It's not such an old minute staying up all night, but it's a minute. Just that Klai Yisrael to stay up all night. No, what is a minute? The is thing that Klai Yisrael is noyeg. Noyeg means that in Haga, practically this is what people are doing. It's not that old, the staying up Shavuos night. It's not hundreds of years. But even a minute that's more recent. If Klai Yisrael seems to have taken it on, don't put it away. Don't put it down fast. I value him in Hagim a lot. There's a minog to learn Pierre Yavis in these weeks. It, it is important to me. Now, it's funny, if you'll say to somebody, I, that's why Zebi asked, it was a very like, um, it was a loaded question. Because if you would go to somebody, you know, we're learning Avis, it's very big, right? Avis? Like, you might not even know that people do it. Like, it's a minog. Is, is it, is it, um, is every place everybody do it to me? You didn't learn Avis these weeks. That's what's done. It's typically done on Shabbos. Many, many shuls do it. I do it in my shul. When I'm there, I, I'm there less this year. Other years I did every single Shabbos. We learn Avis together. I value Klai Yisrael learns Avis now. Let's go. <coughs> the older I get, if I really, if I had the, if, if, if I had my way, I'm not sure, I don't want to start up with the tzibur. There are yitzris and things that people stop saying. So then it becomes, Klai Yisrael stopped. Is it the minog? I don't like switching so fast. If you didn't do it, be careful. You didn't do it. That, that's a lot to me. That you didn't do this. That's not nothing to me. We're smart people. Minig Yisrael, as a people, as a collective people, we have a lot of siyata d'shmaya. Shem helps us. If you see, this is what people do. That's very powerful. So when you ask, Zevi was like, I, I never like, I never heard this like where I was before. Always, like, the answer is that I value it a lot. There is such a minig Yisrael. And this is what you didn't do. So besides loving others that we can learn any time of the year, I do like that we're joining Klaiso. I was learning the fourth parak this week. This Shabbos Kodesh, Klaiso. And <laughs> you'll go to shuls all over. <coughs> They're learning the fourth parak. So that's the answer to your, to your question. Happy birthday to you, Happy birthday.
Why are we splats, my chat? Yeah. Yeah. Fire alarms. <laughs> Fire alarms. <laughs> if those alarms went off, Zabby would have been in trouble. If that triggered the alarm, Zabby would have been in deep trouble. Can it? 20, 20. He has 20 candles. It was 18. I missed. I was in a rush. Yeah, 20. 20 candles. I could quickly took two away. Happy birthday, Yehuda. Say quickly. We got to get to Gemara Shur. Let's go. Let's get a move on. Perik Dalid. Perik Dalid Mishnah Zayin. Tzadik Oimer. Reb Tzadik says, it's a bunch of statements from Reb Tzadik. In the middle of the Mishnah, he says, Al-Tasa Torah Don't make Torah a crown on your head to make yourself great. Don't make it a crown to make yourself great. V'loi kardam, and not a shovel, lach to dig with it. Torah should not be your crown, it should not be your shovel. I love the two analogies. Can anybody tell me the two analogies? I love the two. It says two things about Torah. Don't make it a crown to, to bring glory to yourself, and don't make it a shovel to dig with. I love the two things. The two things are covered. Don't be at a source that you bring out a lot of honor to yourself with it. That's the crownless God. Let's not talk about practical usages. It's talking about the honor that you can turn Tyra into. I used to worry. I used to have the following worry about being a Rebbe Avrami. So nice to have you back home. Kidnap him there, don't let him leave. I used to worry, Avrami, that a Rebbe is just a smarter businessman than the world. In the world, Yankov, they do, the guy makes a lot of money, so he could turn the money and buy honor by buying a nice car, by buying a nice house. So I used to worry that the businessman went money to honor, and the Rebbe is smarter. He says, why do I need the money step? He just has a job that pays directly honor. He's just a smarter businessman. He eliminates one of the steps. So I used to worry about being a Rebbe. It's dangerous. You're just quicker to the cupboard. You're a smarter businessman. The guy Nebuch has to do two steps. He has to get money to buy covered. And the Rebbe gets direct covered. I used to worry about that. Don't make Tyra a crown to, to make yourself covered. And the second thing is the practical gains of Torah. Don't make it a shovel to dig with it. My wife for many years wanted me to speak in a hotel. And we'll get Pesach. She wanted to go Pesach. I said, I'm not turning teaching Torah into barter like I can get a free Pesach. I always resisted. I don't want to take teaching Torah. Let me get, hey, I'll use a shear or two to get it. That's a kardum lachma. Your Torah is just a shovel to dig with it. You just exchange your talent, your knowledge of Torah can get you, gets you a Pesach. Gets you a Pesach. You That's get some of it. That's digging, the usage. The point is a shovel. Don't make it something that you use practically and don't make it a crown. The Torah shouldn't be a quick shortcut to, tire, to cover it and it shouldn't be a practical shovel it's like you're using it to gain things. That's not what Torah is supposed to be. Neither one is what Torah is supposed to be. So I always resisted bartering. At the point that I wanted to give shiurim, I want to speak to parents, I've made up my mind 
to speak to parents the last two years. So I told my wife, it's a good venue. I want to speak. So I say there, the fact that you're paid, you're allowed to be paid. But don't use your tire to make a few dollars. That's very, it's a karadum lachmer. If you want to teach Torah, so there are teirim, certainly to get paid, halavai, you can teach for free. There are teirim, schar batola, there are teirim to get paid. There are ways to gemar nadarim, why, how you're allowed to get paid, and there are rules to it. It means, if people in Chinuch make the maximum dollar they could make, they're in the wrong profession. That's the, they don't understand the attitude. You don't make the maximum dollar. I can make double what I make if I want. There's no shaykhs. Don't be a rabbi. Then go coach, coach Duke or out coach Coach K. But don't... Tyre is not a shovel to dig with. It's not what it is. It should never be that way. Hillel said, If you use the crown of Tyre Chalaf, you lose it. You lose it. Chalaf. Some learn Chalaf means you lose the Tyre. Other learns Chalaf means you lose your life. We learn from your If you have pleasure from listen to a story in a Gemara Nadarim. You take your life. Listen to a Gemara Nadarim. We're going to learn a story. Reb Tarfin, listen to this Maisa. Tafsamach Beis in the Darim. Tafsamach Beis, they and the man in the Darim. It says as follows Reb Tarfin, Ashkechayahu Gavre. A man then found Reb Tarfin b'zman The rule is when the when the shears get folded up and put away, at the point that people stop harvesting stuff from their fields, you're allowed to take some of the fruits of the fields. They're hefker. People are no longer harvesting hookflu. They're folded up hamuktzois are the shears, the big scissors that you use to harvest. When they're folded up, you're allowed to eat from somebody's trees. They're no longer going to harvest things. Whatever's left here, they don't want. They're just going to fall off and die. You're allowed to pick that stuff. So listen to this, Maisa Shmuel. Tell me what you think. You like stories, Shmuel? Ari, I want you to hear the story. Baruch. Sereb Tarfin, at the time when the shears were folded up, so all the stuff on the tree was hefker. So... The ka'achal, and he was eating from the guy's fruits. Achse b'saka, the guy got mad, and the guy put a sack around Reb Tarfin. He didn't know it was the Godlador. He sees the guy eating his fruit, and the guy got really mad, and he took a sack and threw it over Reb Tarfin. Shakla, he took the sack, strong guy, he picks up the sack. With Reb Tarifin inside, Vamtuye, and he brought him Lemishtaya Benara to throw him in the ocean. He took him in a sack, closed it up, he trapped him, and brought it to the ocean to chuck Reb Tarifin in to kill him. So Omar, he was all mad. So Omar, Omar, Reb Tarifin from inside the sack. Unbelievable. The God of You know, it reminds me of a story they say in Philadelphia. There used to be like a not nice trick people used to do that could hurt somebody. If you smack a guy in a certain way, it could hurt somebody. And in, in Rev Elyusve's yeshiva, people were doing this to other people. And Rev Elyu was once leaning over, like washing his hands in the bathroom. And somebody came, passed by, and thought it was a bachar, and, and did it to him. Rev Elyu supposedly, from his back turned, said, Go away, I'm not going to turn around to see who you are. I just run. 
I won't see who you are. This guy, this unfortunate, he throws a sack around somebody who's eating his fruit, and he carries him to the sea to chuck him in. Reptire from inside the bag, he's in a pretty precarious situation. Omar, he says, Oy loy letarfin. You imagine, in the sack, it's like Reb Chaim Knievsky. He says, Oy letarfin, woe unto tarfin, shezeh hargai, this guy's going to kill him. Shama, the man here is Ahu Gavra. This guy hears that he has the Godla Dar, Reb Tarfin, is in his bag. Shavke, he leaves him, and he runs away. He drops the bag and he runs. He has it bounces his books. He has Reb Tarfin. Omar Rebbe Avo. Ravo said, Mishim Chanina Begamliel. In the name of Chanina Begamliel, Kol Yomav Shoi Say Tzadik. The entire life of Reb Tarfin, Hayam Itztar, he was in pain, al He was upset that he did it. His whole life, unbelievable. The Yeraschet of great people, the Nikias, the purity of our great people. You think about their Averis. <coughs> I laugh. Sometimes I'll tell Bachim, sometimes I'll say to a guy, I want to admit a sin. And I admit something that I've done a lot worse than. So you're, you're a liar. That's your big sin. You have a lot worse affairs. <coughs> Rektarf in the Gemara's Meyer, this was the big thing he was worried about. Imagine, you want to get a picture of the Nikios, of the purity of our Gedolim, of our Tanoim. <coughs> Who can fathom the purity? His whole life, his big Avera, that he's sitting in a bag about to die, and he said, woe unto Tarfin, that he's, this guy's going to kill him. The guy said, Tarfin, ah! Boop! Traps and books, and Reb Tarfin's whole life he felt bad. He mitzdar. Gemara's don't exaggerate. He was in pain because he used keser shel He used his gadol adar status to save himself. His whole life, Omar. He said, "Oily, woe unto me, shenishtamashti bekeser shel that I used the keser Torah to save my life." Ugh. He was in pain. His whole naira. This was his sin. For us, it would be like the biggest mitzvah we ever did. Reb Tarfin, this was his sin. Kol yom of shaloi seitzadikayim, it's tar. He had sar his whole life. And he would constantly say, Oily, shucks, look at me. He was disgraced. That shedishtamashti bikisra shal Torah. I used the kesra shal Torah. He brings a raya. Frek the Gemara, the Gemara has a few questions. The Gemara says, Reb Tarfin, he was eating when it was mutter to eat, so why was that guy so angry? The Gemara is a loaded question. The Gemara says, why was that guy so angry? He was allowed to eat. It took me years to figure out the Gemara's question. What's the Gemara asking? The guy was angry. I don't know. He was a jerk. What's the Gemara's kasha? Since it was mutter to eat, why was the guy so angry? I don't know. He was a bad guy. What's, what's the Gemara like? People get angry. I know his wife, his wife burnt the eggs that morning. They weren't running. They were well done eggs. Like, what's the Gemara's big cash? It's a funny question to ask. Why was he, the Gemara's asking a very good cash question. La Lacha, when the shears are put away, you're allowed to eat it. Why? Because the Balbayas doesn't care. Frack the Gemara, the guy was ready to murder somebody. You see, they do care. Mm-hmm. The Gemara is not asking. The Gemara is asking a halachic question. It's not asking on a guy's temperament. If the guy was murderously mad, so don't we see people care? And it's very strange to say. Well, he's an exception. You know why it's strange to say? It's mikatzel akatz. It's extreme. 
People are not supposed to care, and he wants to murder her. You know, if you say he minded a little bit, so you say he's an outlier. Most people don't care. This guy cares. Most people drink Coke. Some drink RC. Most people don't care. This is this guy's a little. He's murderously angry. Frechtimar, doesn't that challenge our assertion that people don't care? That's what the Gemara means to ask. You see, people care. This guy's murderously mad, and Chazal are saying, you're allowed to take it because people don't care. Now again, if you say he's an exception, but then he's murderously mad, he wanted to kill, he was going to kill Reb Tarfin. And our claim is nobody cares. That's why you're allowed to take it. That's the Gemara means to ask. Pashib Shat. Because not asking on some jerk who's ready to murder somebody. So that's the Gemara means to ask. <laughs> Answers the Gemara. The Gemara says a good terrace. The Gemara says, Ahu Mishum Dahavi, Dahu Havi Ganvile, Anvi Kulushaita. He was always getting stolen from. This guy had a Gneva problem when it was mutter people were stealing from him. Ah, people don't care once, it's, once the shears are folded away, they don't care. The reason this guy was so sensitive and ready to murder somebody was taking, he always had robberies. People were constantly robbing from him. So this last thing set him off. It's not a kasha. Itak was more sensitive. Most people don't care at all. He had constant robberies. So when he saw the tire from taking it, he didn't know who it was. He thought he was the one who was always taking. That's what drove him mad. Not for taking now. Taking now, people don't care. He had consistent robberies, this guy. He's a businessman growing stuff, and he's constantly getting robbed. So then even when the time nobody else cares, he thought he nabbed his man. Frek the Gemara... So if so, why is Abtarfin in pain? Why is Abtarfin in pain? This man was going to kill him. The man was going to kill him. He should give up his life. Very good, Kasha. Why is it Ihachi? It's a bomb, Kasha. Why Ihachi? If so, what has to do with that discussion? The Gemara could have asked this Kasha Stam. Why does it first have to explain the guy's anger that it made sense? It was a rational anger. Why does it have to explain it was irrational anger? You could learn that the Gemara really was saying he must not be, he wasn't really going to kill him. You could learn the Gemara was, the Gemara asked the Kasha, was he so murderously mad? So you could learn the Gemara saying that maybe the Pshazi really wasn't so mad, you know, he was messing around a little. But we established he was murderously mad, and, our, and I people normally aren't mocked, but there was a reason. So th- th- it was Pashup Shad, he was murderously mad. So if it's Taka like the Pshuta, he was murderously mad, so why is Abtarfin in pain his whole life, Aiki? What's he in pain his whole life? He saved his life. He should die, not to use the Kesar Shaltair? What do you want for him? He should just die? It's not one of the big three, is it? Answers the Gemara, because Abtarfin was wealthy. Ashir Gadlhaya. He was very rich. And he should have been, he should have bribed the guy. He should have called out from the bag, I'll pay you a million bucks. Whoa. He should have bribed him. That's why he was mad. There were other ways of doing it. There were other ways of saving himself. He's in the bag. Because he didn't want to use the Kesar Shaltair. There were other ways to save. So that's why he was upset at himself. What? Because he said, he said who he was. Yeah. He said who he was. And he was upset 
he was upset that he used the Kesser Shel Torah for mundane matters. He was upset about that. He, yes, Nasi. <laughs> This is not like a chiropay, this hefker. This stuff, there was hefker. He was taking mutter stuff. Totally mutter. There was no, it was hookful, The guy's miyayish, he was plucking the fruit that you're allowed to have dishmak. The guy puts him in a bag ready to kill him. The guy's murderously mad. Thinking of Tarvis, what who always stole from him. He's ready, Yisrael, to kill him. And under duress, I'm, Yisrael, I'm like awed by this chazal. He's going to be killed his whole life. He's upset that under the threat of death, the guy's about to murder him. He should have had the Yishav Adas. He should have, like, have, you know, we would say, I say myself, shoo, we'd make a Kiddush, we'd be like a Bench and Goyimel, we'd have Sudas and dance the rest of our lives. He was upset the rest of his life that I, I missed it. Under all that duress, I should have saved myself calling out, I'll give you a million bucks. I shouldn't have said I'm Tarfin. Woe to Tarfin. I use the Kesser Shal Torah. Oily, woe unto me, Shenishtamashti, the Kesser Shal Torah. That I use the Kesser Shal Torah. I cheapened the Kesser Torah. I used it for mundane things. I cheapened the Kesser. That's not what Torah is for. That's not what Torah is. So that's what you want your Torah to be. That's the use of your Torah. Oily that I was mishtamis keshos Torah. It's not a vehicle to get honor. It's not a vehicle to make money. It's not what Torah is. Many guys here will go into chinuch and get paid. There's this, there are people I know that look for the highest salary, and they negotiate the maximum they can get. It bothers me. Make make money. Support your family. Your your mechoyev. Be careful that your Torah is not like one guy could play basketball and gets a salary. One guy can learn to get a salary. Of course, even Bachram get married. So they, they, there's, there's systems of asking. That there's nothing wrong. The in-law support you one day. Be careful. Be careful. That's not, you have a skill. You know, people have a basketball skin. It's not a kardum lachkaba. Being a masmid is not a vehicle to dig with. It's not something, if you give a good shear, don't call up a hotel. Like, I, give a, I give a shear, maybe I can have a Pesach from... If you want to teach Torah, teach Torah. The fact you get a free Pesach, okay. It's not a shovel to dig with. It's not some skill, you know, you're good at, you know the tax laws, so you get paid for that. If you know Gemara laws, you can get paid to teach that. It's not a shovel to dig with. If you're inspired to teach, teach Torah, and then there's rules, you're allowed to get paid. But it's important how, I know people, and it's, it, it's subtle, but it's different. Very few, most rebellion teach, and then they get paid as much as they can get paid. There's nothing wrong to get paid. Nothing wrong at all. There's, there's, there's gemaras on it. But people who zuch around, they look around where they can get a better salary. Ah, what a cheapening of Torah. It's a shovel, so you have your skill. It's a diff- it changes your Torah. Reb Tarfin said, Oyli, that I was Mishtamis Kishishal Torah, and Kol Yomav is Mitzdair, that maybe now is Torah, but it's a shovel. He, he, he cheapened what Torah is. It's now a shovel, it's cheapened. <coughs> it's different, what Torah is not the same. He cheapened it. But now it's a shovel, it's not a shovel to dig with. It's not a Echatimsa to fetch you some dollars. 
It's not a hechatimsa to get honor. It's not a way, a quick way to get honor. You can, it's, not, it's not what Torah is. Torah is a great, great value of closeness to Hashem, a great value of greatness, of sincerity, of growth. It's not anything cheap. And it should never be cheapened. It should never be used as a shovel to dig with. If somebody uses the crown, he loses the crown. He loses that crown. To the point, this unbelievable subtlety of Reptarfin, whose life was under threat in his entire life, he was in Sar, that he saved himself because he said, Tarfin's in the bag. There are other precious areas of ruchnius that people can cheapen, can devalue. That's not what it is. That's not what it's meant for. That's not, it's, we're all human beings. We all like covered. We're human beings. Every human being likes covered, likes honor. Make sure, don't use your mindless and ruchnius to fetch you a little honor. Don't use it. It's not what it's for. It's not what it is. It's not its value. Don't cheapen what you have. Don't use it as a way to get gains. Don't use it like that. You have ruchniyistik amaylis. It's not. Don't barter it for something. Don't hold out for a higher shver to give you a little more money. It's not what it is. You cheapen what you have when you use it in such a way. Don't use it in such ways. I have examples in my mind. I have to. I have to. I have to. We, I have to give you better practical examples. I don't want to just spit out. I don't want to say what I don't want to say. But this idea. I did it. The idea I shared with you, it's a Mishnah. It's a Gemara Nidarim Samach Beis. Let's learn. I don't want to have no Gemara Shir. At 45 and 3 minutes, let's have a few minutes of Gemara Shir. It's funny. It's funny. Guys struggle with that. What's a part of the table? Remember, Gedayim don't look for coolers. It was Mutter. Mutter L'Chatchila wasn't a B'Dievet. The guy's not Makbid. This guy was only Makbid because he had Gnevis. It's Mutter. It's the Din. It's not a B'Dievet. You have Gemaras where Amiram like went to DNA Tyra for money that was theirs. It's yours. It's that Hashem gave it to you. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. He had the orange was of Tarfans. He's allowed to take the orange. What's Naito um, Why so harsh? Unbelievable. And also every single one it didn't happen to her the guy should have killed her <laughs> see almost oh, maybe that's why he was in such a mess unbelievable story you see that they're not they're not looking they're not slanted <laughs> that was the din you know, I like what struck Yankov Yankov struck like a side point that a Tyson took the orange. He wasn't looking for a chum. He's allowed to take the orange. I only take the orange. You're allowed to take the orange. And it's like all coin to turf. This is like chum, not chum, not cooler. Just the orange was much. He took the orange. Yeah, it's very harsh. That's harsh. That's harsh. I don't know. That's harsh. No. I once this, this, I didn't want to say it on the tape. This this what I was like why I was like 